Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Rock Sound Podcast. I am your host, James Wilson-Taylor, and our guest this week is none other than Mitchell Cave from Chase Atlantic. Chase Atlantic are, of course, on the cover of this month's edition of Rock Sound. It's their first ever magazine cover. There's a full interview in there and a brand new photo shoot. Plus, you can get bundles with loads of exclusive merch, including hand-signed posters. Head right now over to shop.rocksound.tv to grab all of those with worldwide shipping available. And yes, we chatted to Mitchell just as the band had finished their run on the last ever cross-country warp tour. We talk a little bit about that. We talk about his approach to music, their approach to the visuals, what we can see from the future of the band in terms of new music, and who they might be collabing with in the very near future. Very, very exciting. Stay tuned for that. Plus, we have some other great guests lined up for you as well. Playing this week's game of Translate the Lyric, it is Matt and James from Def Havana. Their new album, Rituals, is out now. We challenged them to identify which of their song lyrics we had put through Google Translate into French, into Spanish, into German, and into Italian. And, as if that wasn't enough, playing the game of first time last time this week, it's Toby and Ryan from Trashboat. They have their new album out, Crown Shyness, and you can find out what their first albums they ever bought were, what gigs they've been going into recently, and loads of other stuff coming up there but before we get to those guests let's kick things off with one member of chase atlantic our current cover stars of rock sound here is mitchell cave chase atlantic are of course on the cover of the latest issue of rock sound i'm delighted now to be joined down the line by mitch from the band how are you mitch yeah, I'm good. How you doing, man? Not too bad, man. First of all, thank you so much for speaking to us, man, because at the time of recording, I am well aware we are the day after the end of Warp Tour. I'm sure you are absolutely destroyed right now. Uh, how's the mood in camp? <laughs> uh, it's very, we're all very tired, but our spirits are high because we're, we're back and we're, we all have beds now to sleep on, which is always a good thing. Yeah, that's always, always a, good a really step. good thing. That was good to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was it? Let's start there, shall we? How was that experience? Of course, it was your first warp tour, but also the final ever cross country one. If you can sum it up for me, how how was the how was the whole experience for you? I mean, in in general, the experience was it was it was very life changing. I think it was, it was an amazing experience. Um, I think going into it, we had the expectations that it was going to be a very very tough tour. And it was going to be a, a bit of a struggle. But um, I think once you get into it, once you get in the thick of it all, you kind of experience it all. And you, you kind of get a new understanding and appreciation for what it takes to actually tour, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like no tour will ever be as, as brutal as a walk tour. And now that, it, well, now that it's over, we're, I feel like we've changed as, as people for the better, I think. No, that's nice. I'm glad. I'm glad you definitely picked up stuff. Who are you kind of hanging out with on the road this year? Have you made any new friends out there? Uh, yeah, we made, like, pretty much everyone, all the bands we made friends with. Um, I think in particular, we were friends with, like, Dolskin, Don Broker, um, a few other people. It was it was very kind of, it's such a community vibe that, like, you'll you'll be talking to someone every day and you still you still don't know their name. And then uh, by the end of it, you're like, damn, like, I'm going to miss you guys, even though, like, yeah. Even though you not you don't know a lot about them, you, you still feel like you know a lot about them, you know what I mean? Yeah, big, massive crew. That's really, really nice, man. Really, really awesome. Uh, all right, well, yeah. I mean, first of all, congratulations. You guys are on the cover of Rock Sound. That's really exciting. We're delighted to have you there. Yeah, uh, thank you for having us. No, of course, man. And the feature's really, really great. I want to follow up on a couple of things you've said in there that people can go read about in the new issue. Uh, the first thing that really struck me is that you said the exact words, genre is dead. And I don't think there's any band out there that... <laughs> 
personifies that more than you guys. So let's talk a little bit about some of the influences on the album because it feels like there's bits of hip hop in there. I know you name drop Drake a lot. I've noticed you've name dropped yeah. 1975 recently and everything. Are you taking pieces from those kind of different genres? How does it all fit together for you? Um, by the way, I'm going to cut a whole lot of flack for saying that. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, of course, you said genres are dead. What a typical thing for him to say. Um, no, I think, yeah, I, I stick to it. Uh, the inspirations that we draw are kind of just from music that we like, you know what I mean? I'm sure I said that before. It's, it's kind of, it's what we're hearing around us, what we're, what we're experiencing, what's current at the moment. And everything that we like, we, we use as influence, you know what I mean? Obviously, if it's uh, too abstract, it'll be a little tough to use. But uh, I feel like drawing inspiration from everything that's around you and everything that's presently around you is very important. Some people like, yeah, like 975, The Weeknd, Drake, Travis Scott. Travis Scott just dropped Astroworld, actually, and there's a bunch of amazing production on that. Like, some of the instrumentals like Out of This World. And so, like, uh, it's, I feel like it's very important to kind of pay attention to what's going on there and, and try and find out and mold into your own sound like what what the pieces that you like from each of those artists you know what I mean yeah I guess that is the interesting thing isn't it like you say it's picking pieces from all of those little sounds so let's let's go with Travis yeah. Scott there since you mentioned it like is it the is it like specific production style that you're looking at that and going yeah, oh yeah so we want that the, the main thing that that caught my attention from the new album is uh it's very theatrical like it's very orchestral you know what I mean a lot of the chord progressions are very like dark and they have these like dissonant minors are poking in every now and then and the pianos are just very 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 ambient and very elongated which is really cool and I find it very dramatic and over the top and then he mixes it with like clean drum samples like really clean hip hop drum samples it just sounds incredible nice man yeah it's, it's so interesting to see you pick out those different ways so like in terms of bands as well outside the hip hop world you've mentioned 1975 there who are the other kind of touch points in terms of bands you're listening to at the minute um, there's this amazing band called Lost Dinosaurs. They're currently not making music, but uh, they've been very influential to us. Um, Tim and Paul, obviously. Um, the Sticky Fingers. Um, just a whole, there's a lot of Australian underground bands as well that are just really, really killing it at the moment, but they're not getting a whole lot of attention, but their sounds are just really, really cool. Yeah, and one of the other interesting things you said as well, uh, that all you guys have said really, you really do have a kind of do-it-yourself approach to everything. You get involved in every aspect, whether that's the visuals, whether that's the songwriting, whatever. Like, you guys are very hands-on with every detail. So what I'm curious about is, did you guys kind of fall naturally into different roles? Did one of you just think, oh, you know, I'd quite like a go at the video stuff, or or did you kind of find your feet as you went along (laughs) that way? Um, We all kind of, we're all still kind of finding our feet. We're, we're all giving different different tries and everything, so that's always interesting to watch unfold. But uh, I feel like now it's kind of molding itself into a position, like a kind of formula where it is a little bit more uh, a little bit more organized. But um, at the same time, we're all still trying to handle everything. We're also trying to figure out what else we can do to help the band. You know what I mean? I'm sure we haven't even explored every. I might be really good at stitching. You never know. <laughs> we'll have to find out getting that really costume department we will, we will find out we'll find out soon that's nice man but in terms of things other other than obviously your role within the band itself like what areas of the kind of production side and all this this other areas what have you specifically been quite drawn to is it is it more the filmic the visual side um so Clint's really good at the whole visual aspect um and he's very uh 
creative hands-on when it comes to like drawing and designing and that kind of thing. Um, I've never really been much of a drawer myself. I've been practicing actually recently. Um, Christian's pretty good drawing as well. I think I'm probably the worst drawer in the whole band, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like production-wise, like we've all just been doing that from such a young age that we're all very honed into it. Um, my main focus at the, at the time being is, is making these solid like instrumentals, these hip hop kind of bass instrumentals with synths and all that kind of thing. And then Christian and Clinton will add like the live elements, like the guitars and the live drums and that kind of thing. And then I just going to focus on, in on like melodies and, and writing and getting approval from the other two boys and, and them helping me out with a bunch of other stuff. I think it's just very important to have everyone involved in the whole process rather than isolate it and then approach one another about it. It also, it all, it also works like that though, I guess as well. So it's really just a mess, but it's an organized mess in some kind of sense. I guess it only probably makes sense to us though. <laughs> it does. No, it does seem like you're, you're a really solid team and unit, which is awesome. It is very much a democracy, which is kind of cool to see. So yeah, you, I guess, yeah, yeah. you are collaborating on every element, which is awesome. Yeah, and we're not afraid to say, hey, like, this doesn't sound good, this doesn't look good. So it's it's not really, no one's kissing us on this side. We're, we're being honest with each other. Yeah, you know each other well enough to be that honest, I guess. Absolutely, we know everything about each other. Yeah, that Hopefully. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, one amazing quote that, uh, that kind of surprised me, actually, uh, that you said in the feature for the magazine, was that you never envisioned being a front man. Why was that? Yeah, I, I mean, because uh, we all grew up behind the scenes. We're all kind of computer nerds in our own sense. Like, we never really envisioned being on stage. I mean, we we did like performing every now and then. I uh, did like these little. We all did these little like music competitions when we were in school and that kind of thing. But you never expect to make a career out of being a live performer. You know what I mean? Mm. Especially when your main focus was in the beginning behind a computer, creating sounds digitally and and kind of using the internet as your access point and uh, reaching out to the world via a chair, you know what I mean? Never expect the world to talk back and then put you on a stage in front of them. It's it's very bizarre, but it's very uh, inspiring at the same time. Yeah. So how long do you think it took you to really find your feet as a front man and really feel comfortable on that stage? What was that process like? I think... Uh, it, it didn't take too long. It was really good. We all kind of helped each other out and we're like, we can do this. And then we, because we just really started probably touring like the end of last year, we just jumped head first into it and we, and we thought like, if we're going to do this, we have to do it properly from the get-go. We can't have, we can't look back on YouTube and have like these half-hour shows, you know what I mean, that people have recorded. It's also good to show progress, but I think that happens naturally. Like we didn't have to, we didn't have to put anything on too heavy, I feel like, because we were confident enough in the music it kind of showed on stage. Obviously, we were a little bit more awkward back in the day, but uh comes with time. Everything comes with time. But yeah, I said we found out it pretty quickly, which is a good thing. Yeah, no, that's a really good thing. And of course, uh, apart from your, your bandmates' support, you guys as a trio have also had this amazing support from the Maddens, which is, is so amazing to hear. We had them in the office the other day. They were absolutely singing your praises. So uh, let's talk a little bit. How, nice. how has it impacted you? Like, you know, what, what has it been like working with those guys? I mean, just well, well, working with them is always a pleasure. Like, they are such smart men, amazing businessmen. And, uh, they can always help you out. They always have some words of wisdom to, to help you get through tough times. You know what I mean? I feel like they've been through, they've been through a lot. And so what they're trying to do is 
help us avoid some of the mistakes that they've made and help us go down the right path that, that they've found. And it's just, it's just such a great support system. Yeah. And, uh, I'm actually, we're actually all heading into the studio later on this afternoon have a big chat with them and touch base after the tour yeah it's really interesting you say that as well because that's what um, we were chatting with Austin Knight of course from Waterparks again under the kind of Madden management and he was saying exactly the same yeah. thing it seems like they really really love looking out for the younger guys yeah like we're we're the children basically at this point and um, yeah don't ever, don't ever let us down it's the best thing that's awesome to hear. Uh, yeah, you mentioned studio stuff. You have also mentioned that new music may be on the way at some point. Can you give us some hints mm. uh, what kind of form that might be taking? Will we be getting an EP, do you think? Is there an album Possibly. some way, shape, or form? Maybe. You know, I can't tell you, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> it's, um, I, I, I give you, it, it's going to be very conceptual. I'll tell you that much. Very conceptual. It's going to be very conceptual. And how how yeah. far along developed is this concept? Are you in early days of this, or are you quite far along in terms of what you're developing there? I say we're pretty deep into this concept. Right. There's always room for change, but uh, pretty deep into this concept. I think it's going to stick this one. Well, that's exciting to hear. That's very exciting. Uh, one other thing I did yeah. want to ask you that you again hinted at in the mag. Uh, you were saying on Warped that you had some bands, again, talk about production, who were coming up to you and saying that they'd love to work with you on the production side of things. Can you throw me any hints yeah. on there? Who was coming up to you, man? Mm, um, <laughs> we had a Tyler Carter. Oh, wow. Um, he came on the bus a few times. Um, you want to do some writing? We never really go around it the way as much as we wanted to do because uh, it turned out to be a real busy tour. Surprising. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we did make the connections. Uh, we made a bit of music with uh, Youngblood. Um, we went through some ride with Don Broker. But we'll probably do it while we're in Los Angeles, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, we had a lot of just, a lot of good friends that were coming on the bus and like listening to some of the new music as well, which is very exciting. Yeah, no man. Can I share it with them? Because otherwise, you haven't really got a place to share it. With, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, man. We'd love to hear you do some stuff with the Broco guys. I really hope that happens. Yeah, we love those guys. Mitchell Cave there, and like I say, head right now over to shop.rocksound.tv to get Chase Atlantic's first ever magazine cover with exclusive bundles featuring hand-signed posters. That is shop.rocksound.tv. And stick around because Mitchell will be putting together this week's mini mixtape as well, coming up later on in the show. Right. Time now for our next guests. It's from Def Havana, James and Matt. They are playing this week's game of Translate the Lyric. It's very, very straightforward. We take a load of song lyrics. We put them through Google Translate into French, into German, into Spanish, and into Italian. They have to tell me which of their songs the lyrics are from. How will they do? Let's find out. Let's join them now for Translate the Lyric. This is Def Havana. Hey guys, James Wilson-Taylor here from Rock Sound, joined now by James and Matt from Def Havana. Hi guys. Hello. Are you ready for a game of Translate the Lyric? Yes. 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 James yes. is so in it already. The minute I gave him that sheet, he's ready and studying it. Uh, here's how it works, basically, if you don't realize. I've taken some of your lyrics, I've put them through Google Translate on that sheet. You've just got to tell me what the song is. All right? Okay. Nice and simple. Let's start with the French. James, as you're eyeing that so intently, it's read it I'm out really for me. The only one I don't know is the Italian one. Read, out the, read <laughs> out the French for me, and then we'll see what you get. Have a go at reading it. J'ai la fièvre en moi. It's not bad. That's not bad. Do we have any clues? What do we think? Fever. Yeah. Yeah, I got the fever in me. We're one, one for one. That's one for one. one straight away. Good work on the French. Are you French at school? Is that is that what's happening here? No. Uh, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Italian then, all right? This is so embarrassing. I know. Right Try and pronounce the Italian. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
più cadere in ginocchio e pregare. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Do you need a clue or do you want to have a stab at this one? I know one? loads of Italian, but I don't know that. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Think more recently. That's your clue. And I think if you get the last word, you might be onto a winner there. I think the last word might be semi-religious themed. And that's your final clue. What are we going for, guys? Matt, you got any idea? I don't know why I don't know that. So. I um, struggle with English, if I'm honest. <laughs> struggle to remember so your own lyrics a, in English. This is uh, really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to put you out of your misery? You're going to have a stab. Please. All right, you can fall to your knees and pray. Uh, there it is. Pregave is pray. Apparently, is dude, it? this is Google Translate. You know what it's all about. It's going to be slightly off, yeah, but yeah. Pregade. perfect every time. Pregade. <laughs> all right, let's try German. Try and pronounce that German. Let's see how you get on. Ich halte die Waffe, aber du durchtest den Abzug. Not bad, not bad. And you just got back from Germany, didn't you? So here we go. What are we thinking? I you held the gun, but you pulled, you the, pulled trigger. the trigger. There we go. Boom. Very good. Two out of yeah. three. That yes, is impressive well. work. All right, last one. How's your Spanish, boys? Are you good with Spanish? I'm terrible. He should know. That isn't a word. Well, we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> uh, go, go and have a go at pronouncing the Spanish. Nunca seré santo en tus ojos. Right. Any idea? Again, more recent. I'm going to say there's something pure in your eyes. Something I'll never be. Eyes. I'll never be holy in your there eyes. There we go. Santo is holy. I'll tell you what. I'll give you that. Three out of four. That's not a bad score, mm. boys. That's not a bad <laughs> score at all. That's now, scrape. Yeah, scrape. Let's be honest. It's a two-one. It's fine. Uh, what <laughs> is? What is? If you had to pick one of those to do on tour around European countries, which one do you think? Oh, you know what? That sounds all right. We'll have a have I a crack. I definitely at that. do this. Like. I could do if I translate French the Spanish one good. properly. I could do it properly. Nice. Well. Go with the Spanish one. Yeah. All right. I want to see that in the future, boys. I really, right. really do. All right. Yeah, Three out of four. Not bad. Defavana. Thank you very much. <laughs> so embarrassing. You tell me what's going on. We did it again. Their new album, Rituals, is out right now. That is James and Matt from Defavana. And if you want to hear music from them and loads of other great artists updated every single Friday, head over to Spotify and go and subscribe to the Rock Sound Chart right now. Still to come, of course, Mitchell from Chase Atlantic will be back to put together this week's mini mixtape. But before that, it's time for this week's game of First Time, Last Time. And it's with Toby and Ryan from Trash Boat. Like I say, their new album, Crown Shyness, is out right now. And they will be telling us all about their first and last gigs, first song they ever learned, most recent song they ever learned, and their first and most recent album purchases as well. So let's find out what they've been up to. Here now is Trash Boat. We do a thing called first time, last time. So just very simple question. I want you to tell me the first time you did this and the last time you did it. It's very, very oh, simple. These are easy, nothing outrageous, I promise. So for example, what was the first album you ever bought and what's the last one you're currently listening to? First album I ever purchased with my own money was The Fat of the Land by Prodigy. Nice, that's that a choice. First CD I ever bought. Uh, I had a bunch that my brother gave me before that. But yeah, that's the first one I ever bought with my money. And the last record I purchased with money. All the, I can't remember because I'm, I'm, I'm a bad boy. I download a lot. That's fine. What's yeah. the, what, what have you. It's 2018, and to be fair. I, I, I have Spotify now. Yeah. So like, I just, What's the last thing you downloaded then? What's, what, what are you currently uh, listening to album wise? The new Tesla record. Cool. The new Tesla record. Good or. It's not a new record, but um, there's a band called My Ticket Home, and uh, it, released, it was like a record back in 2012, but I just, I heard one of the songs called Spit Not Chewed the other day, and I was like, oh damn, I need to add that to my Spotify, that's and a that, great I literally did that like a few days ago, so that's the most recent one I've done. Amazing, amazing. How about yourself? 
first record was for those about to rock we salute you got it my nan got it for me from what was Safeway <laughs> Safeway yeah yeah. Amazing. Look at that. And then the last thing that I would have downloaded is probably Chainsmokers. Ah, fair play. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Just like Just messing with those streaming numbers. That's the way to do it. All right, let's do um, first gig and last gig, but not your own, obviously. My first ever, like, I went to a bunch of like kind of pub shows and club shows and stuff when I was younger. But my first like proper gig was four years strong uh, and made a parade and give it a name tour like nice. 11 years ago maybe uh, the most recent show that we haven't played was I went to see No Warning Cold World and Prowler in London big lineup. Nice. really really good day nice 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 I think mine would be we used to go to like shows at like our youth club. Yeah. Oh, I right. a bunch so, so, of them. called the Pioneer. So I, I worked at that until recently. So that'd be where like local bands would play. That's cool. Like your demise. Yeah. yeah. I saw I saw Lowdown Atlantis play uh, a youth club in Birkenstead yeah. called Wow. Like before editing. Ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So long ago. Wow, that's so awesome. Ago. My first proper show was Bon Jovi <laughs> and <laughs> Young Gun Support, oh, wow. which I just found amazing. And the last show I went to. Right, right. Would have been. Uh, it's, it's a band, local band called Swedish Death Candy. Oh, big up Swedish Death Candy. Uh, how do you describe it? Like, yeah. like 70s. Like, loads of guitar. Like 70s rock grunge, yeah. but like new. Nice. Like 70s rock grunge, yeah. but new. That's a quote yeah. for the poster. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're a band that people need to listen to. They might, they might listen and just be like, that's absolutely <laughs> not what we sound like. <laughs> but that's what I think they sound like. Yeah, they've that's got, like, cool. They've that's got, like, a nice a real, mix of heavy kind of. Led Zeppelin, like so Jimi Hendrixy, riff driven. Yes. It's good. That's good a, that sounds very, very positive. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thanks to Toby and Ryan from Trash Boat there. And again, if you want to see a full interview with them, head right now over to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash rock sound magazine. We've got interviews with the Def Havana guys as well. Loads of great stuff updated every single day. Go and check that out right now. YouTube.com forward slash rock sound magazine. Right. Time once again to join Mr. Mitchell K from Chase Atlantic. He's put together this week's mini mixtape for us. Very, very straightforward. I put out a question. He picks the perfect song to fit the mood, and we put it together into a playlist you can listen to right now over on our Spotify page. Just search for Rock Sound on Spotify and click subscribe on the mini mixtape playlist. So what songs has he put together for us? Let's find out. Here once again is Mitchell Cave. All right, well, we like to wrap things up with a couple of quick questions. We call this the mini mixtape. So basically, I'm going to put out a question. I want you to pick the perfect song for me, and then we can put it together into a little mini playlist, all right? Top of your head. doesn't have to be that deep, but we'll we'll go in with it, all right? So the first one is, uh, what is your go-to gym song, Mitchell? Um, I'd have to say it is... Some by Scarlet, maybe Heart Attack. Oh, wow. I mean, Scarlord is, is man, that is an intense workout if you're working out to Scarlord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to push you hard. That really is. All right. What's a song that would get you straight yeah. on the dance floor? Oh, pick up the phone by Young Thug and uh, Travis Scott. Man, you are really feeling Travis Scott at the minute. That's cool to hear. Yeah, that's just been a classic, like, since back in the day, like, since before we even moved out to the States. I love that song. That's awesome. All right, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, 
a tough one. There's so many singalongs. I feel like I'm, every song that comes on, I'm always singing along to it. Um, maybe uh, like an old school Drake. Maybe like uh, um, what's that one? Uh, Marvin's Room. Maybe Marvin's Room. I say Marvin's Room. Pretty sad singalong, but uh, singalong is the worst. Hey, a classic anyway. An absolute classic, man. Uh, yeah. What is a song that you guys think you would do a really good cover of? What do you think that Chase could do a really, really good cover of? Uh, I don't know. I feel like we could kind of cover a lot of songs. A lot of different songs that kind of give it a twist. Um, I'm going to have to say maybe... Uh, girls, maybe girls just want to have fun. I think that would be awesome I'd love to hear the sax solo on that that would be so appropriate yeah right right. we're going to hold you to that now because you know Brendan Urie's doing it on tour at the minute as well oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) there's room for two man I want to hear both those versions now I don't want to challenge him I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. This is the big question. Uh, so it's the film of your life. It's it's the Mitchell story, and it's it's playing out. And we get to the end credits. What song do you want playing over the end credits of your movie? Right now, I'm gonna have to say "Love It If We Made It" by 1975. <sighs> that is, I mean, it's a fantastic it's like, song. It's such a, it's such a classic. Like that was a timeless song, man. Oh man, yeah, that is, that is a fucking thing. Uh, on that note, I mean, you did say, of course, that you, you align yourself like you do see some of yourselves in the 1975, and you like their approach. I guess with that song in particular, I see a lot of the Chase stuff in that, particularly in terms of yeah. lyrically and pointed. Like, yeah, are you taking influence from this kind of new stuff? You must be watching it quite closely. I, I, I did. I wasn't even watching closely. I was kind of just it. It came out, and I listened to it just for the sake of kind of trying to listen to all the new music coming out and I was like it kind of rekindled this newfound love for the 975 because I've, I've always kind of loved them but I, I kind of stopped listening to them for a while you know what I mean mm. and then um, Give Yourself a Try came out and it was a good song but I wasn't really completely drawn in by it and then I heard Love If We Made It and I was like wow this is why I love this band so much yeah it's just so theatrical it's it's it really gets in your feelings. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that you keep using the word theatrical as well, because I do see a lot of that in you guys, but that bodes very well for new music. And you're saying you've got something conceptual. Yeah. Is it safe to say that whatever yeah. you've got oh, cooking... <laughs> oh, it's theatrical, is it? That's that's confirmed. It's theatrical. Yeah. What's coming? It's going to be dramatic. It's, it's going to be dramatic. If it's going to be conceptual, it ain't going to be about the beach. It's going to be about some dark stuff. Well, we look forward to hearing it, man. Uh, Mitchell, it's been really nice chatting to you. Congrats again. We love having you on the cover. We will see you over in the UK very soon. Uh, All the best to you, man. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks, Have a great day. Some fantastic choices there. Like I say, go and listen to that right now over on the Rock Sound Spotify page. Go on Spotify, search for Rock Sound, and click subscribe on the mini mixtape playlist for regularly updated mixtape from all our biggest guests. Uh, that's about it for this week, guys. Thanks again to my guests, Toby and Ryan from Trash Boat, James and Matt from Def Havana, and Mitchell from Chase Atlantic. Chase Atlantic are on the cover of this month's Rock Sound. Don't forget to head over to shop.rocksound.tv to pick up their exclusive cover feature loads of different merch bundles including hand signed posters head over for that right now we will be back next week i have been your host james wilson taylor we will see you soon